You're listening to the DCC Sermon Podcast. Let's join in for this week's message. Hallelujah. Title of my message, Act to See the Fact. Act to See the Fact. Faith is the very living principle of the Word of God. And when we act on it, it is life. It produces life. It's life changing. We cannot be saved except by faith. We can't be kept except by faith. We can only be baptized by faith. And we will only be caught up by faith. Therefore, faith is the living Faith in, the, faith in the living God is a blessed reality and fact. Come on, are y'all with me? And it transforms our life, but we have to act. The book of Acts is the acts of men and women who believed in Jesus, and it became fact. People healed, people saved, people delivered, people transformed in their very being. Come on, are y'all with me? See, there has to be some action to our faith. Faith without action is just dead. James said faith without works is and that's what he's talking about. There has to be some action. Are y'all with me? See, Hebrews 11 one says, Now faith is the substance. So when we act, it brings forth the fact. See, everything that Jesus did for us is so we could become like him, so that we could reflect him, so that we could reflect the kingdom of God in our lives in a dark and hurting world, come on, that the enemy's trying to kill, steal, and destroy. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet appeared as yet what we shall be. We know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure. Everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness. And sin is lawlessness. And you know that he appeared in order to take away sins. And in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him sins. No one who sins has seen him or knows him. Little children, let no one deceive you. The one who practices righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous. The one who practices sin is of the devil. That's pretty cut and dry. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God appeared for this purpose. Look here that he might destroy the works of the devil. As we feed on the word of God, 
as we pray, as we worship, as we feed on it, our whole sinful nature and character is changed in the process of what Jesus done for us to be like him. See, it's a process that we're walking and we're practicing. What do we practice? Practice is not that we've got it all down. Practice is so we can get it down. See, we're clothed in his righteousness. And so therefore, when the enemy who's trying to keep putting sin on us, when the enemy tries to come and destroy us, when the enemy tries to come at us and, and hold us down and devour our lives, when he comes to us, if we're practicing righteousness, he looks at us and sees the blood of Jesus and says, whoa, I have no claim here. Come on. But if we ain't tied ourselves to the covenant and we're not acting in faith, the devil walks in and sits down at our table. And then he begins to wreak havoc in our marriages and in our finances and in our jobs and on our jobs. Come on. In every relationship that... Come on, are y'all with me? And so as we study the word and we begin to act on in faith and we're living it out in this process, we are practicing righteousness and we're reflecting more and more of him. Let me tell you something. When the devil comes to you, I don't want him seeing me. When the devil comes to me, I don't want him seeing me. I want him to see the blood of Jesus that I'm clothed in the righteous. Not my, my righteousness is filthy rags. Come on. And Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Because let me tell you something. When Jesus met that woman at the well, it began to destroy and cut off what the enemy had been trying to destroy in that woman's life. Are y'all with me? See, Jesus, the reason we need to put on his nature and his character is because he ain't confused about who he is. He's not moved by this culture. Come on. The lies of the devil. He knows exactly who he is. He is the son of God. And when we believe in him, we become sons and daughters of the most high God. Come on. He came to destroy those works. And as mainstream denominations fight each other over message, music, tradition, and doctrine, a satanic, demonic, woke culture is indoctrinating a whole generation with a tolerance message disguised as social media, acceptance, fairness, and gender identity confusion and transgender surgeries. Boom. Listen, I don't know. I, I did not watch it. And I've been trying to remain calm ever since our feeds start showing it on social media. But we cannot, as believers, 
ignore the demonic, satanic force that's trying to take over this country and influence our children. And we can't be a part of it anymore. And right before all of it, look, show that first clip. See, Sam Smith, it said up there somewhere, I don't even know where it is, but it said, get ready to worship. Oh yeah, we're ready to worship before the Grammys. We are ready to worship. Come on, how many times do we have to look at that golden statue of Oscar to realize there is an idol in this land? The next clip. You ought to hear the song. And it's playing over and over and our kids are dancing to it, if you want to call it dancing. It is demonic. And they're all sitting in there worshiping. And they're putting it right in our face. And our kids are just... And, and here's what Christian people do. Oh, well, it, it's just art. Let me tell you, it ain't art. The devil don't think it's art. He'll get it into your kids by being artsy. What? That ain't art. That's demonic. It's not an expression. It's demonic. And we better start calling it out as such. Because our kids are being indoctrinated by Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, and all the other pop culture, Disney. Disney is indoctrinating our kids. We won't talk about football until after the Super Bowl's over. See, that's how we do it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't cheer for them as much as I cheer for my God. I get way more violent in here with worship. <laughs> See, all that only leads to slavery and bondage to sin and its lawlessness. Lawlessness is nothing more than not being in right alignment with the kingdom of God. See, we are in a process of faith that transforms us to become like Him in a dark world. God did not send His Son to transform our lives for us to remain in sin and overlook the works of the devil and sing along like it's just art. Come on, y'all hearing what I'm saying? It, let, let me say this. 
you can't purify sin. You got to destroy it. You're not just going to sit there and purify your sin. It's got to be destroyed. It's got to be driven out of your life. And you do it with the word of God. And you do it by praising and worship and your flesh submitting to the word of God. That's how you destroy the works of the devil in your life and become in right alignment with the kingdom of God. And he came that we can do that. Come on. You got to cast it out of your life because here's the problem. Our humanity tends to derail the process of Christ in our lives because we don't feel like it today. We don't, we just, ah, well, you know, I, I'm saved by grace, <laughs> you know, that that's the biggest lie. I think the church has ever told people. Oh, you're just saved by grace. Now you just sit there and wait to go to heaven. No, grace is empowering you to go and get what you don't deserve. And mercy's keeping you from getting what you do deserve. And when you understand grace is always pulling you and putting a demand on you to act on grace allows you to live out the demand that the word is putting on your life to destroy the sin in your life. That's what grace does. Grace just doesn't cover you to be just waiting on heaven. Come on, is anybody, y'all with me? Our flesh has to come into submission. Faith is the divine nature of God flowing through our entire body and spirit to transform us from death to life in Christ to destroy the sin that we may be ambassadors for the kingdom of God. So that when you say, listen, no demon in hell should be able to live in your presence. Sickness, disease, Listen, it does not have dominion over your body. Yeah, but I'm sitting here. I Call it out. I have to tell my body every morning, you are not. Come on. You're going to get up this morning and you're going to go. And for years and years, you get up and your ankles hurt, your back hurts, your elbows hurt, your shoulders hurt. And listen, I keep calling it out. All the bones I've broke, all the hookings I've taken, I'm still calling myself healed, hold, and still functioning. I want to be 86 years old and you can't tell. Come on. I want to be able, listen, it all, yeah, my body's telling me, <laughs> and I'm telling it, no, no, no. Come on. You don't think the enemy's going to try to get you to just lay down? Sure he is. He's going to attack you all the time, but I'm transforming my mind to this word that I don't have to succumb to that. 
Listen, <laughs> here's the biggest deception. And I, I just have to be honest with you. I missed it. I missed it. You know, it's like you look back there in the sound booth this morning and it was all, it, and Ivy took the picture and sent it out. And it was, it was all, I mean, they're all in high school and, and they're running the whole thing back there. I was like, God, that's awesome. Here's how the devil came. He started about a year ago. And, and I can handle and recognize the enemy when he comes in and just right in the face. We all get that. You know what I mean? We all can, you, you know, you get to the point where you see the attack of the enemy and you go, oh, I recognize that. But you know what I didn't recognize? I didn't recognize him being sweet. says, be aware of the schemes, the wiles of the devil. Let me tell you, when he can't punch you in the face and punch you in the gut and get you pressed down and you keep getting up, you know the next step? The next step is, hey, man, you've done great. You know, all these young people, they're ready to take over. You, just, you don't have to dream and vision and just, hey, man, yeah, get to looking at that little cabin in the mountains or going and just, you know, retiring and, you know, man, you've done enough. You've done enough. Just relax. Come on. Let that let them take over. They've got this. I missed it. And you know what the scary thing is? Man, your old fire starts going out. You, you kind of sit back and you think, you know, man, I have been swinging my sword at this a long time. 20 years just right here in this body. Not to count in the, the 10, 20 years before that. You're rocking on 40, 30 something years of doing ministry. You kind of seethe your old sword. Come on, are y'all with me? Oh, no. See, last Sunday when I stood up in here and reared up on my faith and said, no, we're still going to believe for them orphan kids and we're still, that was the light bulb coming on. That was the light bulb. No, we ain't, we're not quitting. No, let me tell you something. If I dig my grave, it's going to be with my sword swinging. Do you hear what I'm talking about? I ain't going to let the devil just say, oh, just sit back. And I know, y'all, yeah. He'll come to y'all sweet one day. Yeah. He'll come to you sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't have to get up and go this morning. You've done enough. Come on. He does it all the time. Oh, you, 
You don't have to discipline your kids. You've disciplined them enough. <laughs> Let me tell you, my kids are in their 30s, all of them, and we still go, we didn't whip you enough. <laughs> There's sometimes we just didn't whip you enough. Should have whipped you more. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's what Jesus told us to pray. Come on. See, way too many Christians have no idea of the demonic influence they're allowing in their children's lives. Through the songs, the videos, the TV. Galatians chapter 6. Verse 7, do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh shall from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit shall from the Spirit reap eternal life. Come on, that's plain and simple. God will not be mocked. If we consistently give in to the fleshly desires, we reap death and corruption because it can't produce life. Come on, y'all with me? Acts chapter 5, verse 4. <clears throat> now, Ananias and Sapphira... They were caught up in a move of God. People were coming into the, the body and they were, everything was coming as one and they were seeing people sell their stuff and, and God, listen, God was laying it on people's hearts to meet the needs of the ministry and of people. And so they would have stuff and they would sell it and it was, Everybody was sharing and doing. And Ananias and Sapphira got caught up in this. And, it, and, and they went and sold a piece of land. And they, and they came under the disguise that they were giving them all the money. But what they did was, is they held back. Now, it doesn't matter. But the problem was in... Verse four, it says, while it remained in, while it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not under your control? Why is it that you have conceived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. And as he heard these words, Ananias fell down, breathed his last, and great fear came upon all who heard of it. Ananias dropped dead because he was lied to God. It wasn't a matter of that he held it back. God didn't care. The problem was is that he lied about it and tried to... Listen, Ananias and Sapphira didn't have the right mindset of what was going on here. They were just... It was a country club of comparison. Come on. And they were just trying to look... They were 
corrupt in their thinking. And the Holy Spirit, hey, listen, lied, boom, dead. And the guys carried him out. And then here comes Sapphira, and she conceived. They both were in it together. Oh, man. And they, they come in sweating, just had to bury homeboy, comes in. And, and I mean, about the time they're coming in, boom, boom, she hits the ground. And they're like, people quit lying. You know what I'm saying? God will not be bought. We can't keep living and going the same route that we've been going. Come on. See, we need to be a move of God, not a monument of God. God never called us just to be a monument that just does nothing, but to be a movement that's acting in faith and and I'm not talking about in here. I'm talking about out there. In the grocery store, on your jobs, at schools, out there. See, it takes act of faith to trust him. See, we're, we're supposed to walk in the fullness of who he is. And it takes an act of faith to trust him that what we're giving to him is nothing in comparison to what he is giving to us when we have faith and believe. God is swapping us. Come on. When we give him our life, a life from death and corruption, he gives us a life of prosperity and peace. That's what we're swapping. It's a no-brainer. Come on. Hebrews eleven six, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. He is a rewarder. Come on, I'm not... That thing about vow of poverty, oh, I'm going to take a vow of poverty for my Lord and Savior. He's going, why? That's what he asked, why? I've not called you to a life of poverty. I've called you to be whole, healthy, peace, joy, he says he'll meet our needs. Come on. That doesn't sound like, oh, I just don't know how I'm going to make it. Isaiah 61, verse 3, to grant those who mourn, well, I tell you what, Hebrews eleven six, 6, and without faith, I done read that, Isaiah 61, 3, to grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes. The oil of gladness instead of mourning. The mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. So they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Look at everything he swaps for us. He swaps us out. It's a win-win. Listen, sin causes devastation and ruins our lives. 
while having faith and believing in the anointed one rebuilds our lives better than it was. Better than it was. It's a, but it takes acting in faith to see the facts of life. <laughs> see what I'm doing there? Faith in the word of God, which is his divine nature and character. And we have become partakers of that divine nature. Come on, how many times have you woke up and went, hey, I am a partaker of God's divine nature and character. How powerful is that? That moves us into a whole nother realm outside of a natural realm. Come on. And that divine nature and the power, it's through faith when we believe. See, we're sons and daughters. It quickens our mortal bodies when we act in faith. Acts chapter 17. Verse 29. It says, being then the offspring of God. That's powerful to me. We are the offspring of God. We ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, the image formed by the art and thought of man. Therefore, having overlooked the times of ignorance, God is now declaring to men that all everywhere should repent because he has fixed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness through a man whom he has appointed, having furnished proof to all men by raising him from the dead. Come on, that word repent. Reversal, change of mind, to reconsider, change of place, and condition. It's a total reversal. It's a change of our mind. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I urge you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Come on. See, that's repenting. That's a process that takes place. Romans 1. Romans 1, chapter, verse 20. Listen, I'm going to do some reading here because we've got to start breaking this down and we can't skip over this. Romans 1 is so powerful. If we could understand, listen, you want to talk about the Bible being relevant? Right now, what I'm fixing to read you is going on all over this country. And it's like it was written yesterday morning. Come on. Verse 20. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made so that they are without excuses. Listen. His divine nature and character have been clearly seen. Takes a bull and a cow to have a calf. 
You have to plant a seed. It got to go in the ground. It's got to die. And then it grows and produces life. We've got pastures full of bulls and we have no calves. It is clearly seen how the nature and character of God works. Yes. Are y'all with me? Same with men and women. There's one, there's two, no more. Facebook that everybody is on declares 74 different genders. Maybe more than that now. Just so we're all on the same page here. They're without excuse, he says. Verse 21, for even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks but they became futile. In other words, they became foolish. They became passive. When you look that word futile up, it says they became passive. And if 2020 didn't do anything more than show us how passive the body of Christ has been, we've been passive. Come on in their speculation and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals putting kit, cat litter in bathrooms for kids who recognize themselves as cats. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my version. That's 2023 updated, amplified. <laughs> do, do I need to make this more plain? That your kid is not a cat. Can't identify as a cat. It's okay to look at your kid and go, that's weird. You're being weird. Quit doing that. It's okay. Your kid needs to know when they're being weird. That's weird. Let us proceed with the word of God. Professing to be wise, they became fools. Therefore, verse 24, therefore God gave them over to the lust of their hearts, to impurity, that their bodies might be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. How many of y'all get tired of watching the poor little dog commercials to get your money? The sad mu I mean, the sad music almost gets me. I mean, I'm sitting there eating my Cheetos thinking, oh. And then I remember it's a dog. 
Yeah, that's a whole nother message. And worship and serve the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to a degrading passions, to degrading passions. For their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way, also the men abandoned the natural function of the women and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God and no, any longer, God gave them over to depraved mind to do those things which are not proper being filled with unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossip, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, and we've got those sitting on our Supreme Court. Our Supreme Court has depraved minds making laws. And you're going, oh, pastor, I know you've said this before. Let me tell you, as long as they're pushing, I'm pushing. And I'll not move on to some other message until they move on. Come on. And without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful, and though they know the ordinances of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. Yep. Have y'all seen the demonic statue that they have erected in New York? or Washington or wherever it's at of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Look that up while you're Googling stuff. You want to talk about demonic. Come on, man. Are y'all seeing this? We have a demonic influence that's trying to destroy us. We're talking about going back to the days uh, the kind of demonic force that I'm talking about that's coming on us is like when they used to put Christians on a pole and light up the streets by burning them. If we just sit back and be passive, come on, A whole generation being influenced by this demonic power. Second Peter. Second Peter chapter one. And you got to start in verse one. Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have received a faith of the same kind as ours. 
I want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that says, I received the same kind of faith that Peter, who wouldn't even be hung the same way Jesus was on the cross. Come on. He honored Jesus that much that I'm not even worthy to be hung the same way and nailed to a cross like my Savior was. That kind of faith. He says, By the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ, verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. See, that's what, because of his own glory and his own excellence, our bodies, the body of Christ should always be striving for excellence. I am not apologizing for our excellent worship. I'm not apologizing for our excellent child care. I'm not apologizing for the, come on. Because that's just who God is. When you get to heaven, there ain't going to be a karaoke stand. It's going to be happening. Come on. They're going to be breaking it down in heaven. And if you don't like music in heaven, if you're Church of Christ, you're going to have, you might have your own section. But there's going to be music. Pow, 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 pow. Angels are going to be doing cartwheels. Dave's going to be doing cartwheels. I'm going to try a backflip, that kind that you see that only Abigail does. Wouldn't that be cool? It's going to be a happening place. You're going to be able to do things. Come on. It's not going to be boring in heaven. You're okay. You're not going to be sitting around in a diaper on a cloud playing a harp. <laughs> Go on, get that out of your mind. That ain't happening. I'm going to be over there hugged up to a big old lion. <laughs> you know? That's what we're going to be doing. Be working. We're, we're not going to be just sitting around bored. I, I'm going to make a trip through the galaxy. I'm going to backstroke through the galaxy. Checking it out. Man, that's what that... I ain't going to need Hubble to go see what I'm going to see. Huh? I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. Where's Dave? I don't know. Swimming through the galaxy. 
For, for by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises in order that by them you might become partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Now for this very reason also applying all diligence in your faith supply moral excellence and in your moral excellence knowledge and in your knowledge, self-control. In your self-control, perseverance. In your perseverance, godliness. And in your godliness, brotherly kindness. And in your brotherly kindness, love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, come on. In other words, if you're acting and you're doing and you're living by faith, then all these qualities are increasing in your life. See, that's what gets me about Christianity. We should get better, not bitter. Come on. It said when David died, his eyes were as bright and he fulfilled the number of his days. I want that to be my life because I applied this word and I worship God. Listen, I, I want to encourage you, especially men, if you've never come to the altar and hit your knees and said, Master, Master, let me tell you, something happens on the inside of you when you can come to the altar and on your knees, Master, Savior, Jesus, Something powerful happens when you make that acknowledgement. It's hard to explain. You have to act on it. You have to act on it. Because I'm telling you, it will change your life. It'll change your life. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. Come on, man, that's good stuff. Luke 18, 6. One more. Are y'all good? Luke 18, 6. Jesus. He begins to tell them a parable of an unrighteous judge. And this woman kept coming to him and just hounding him and hounding him and hounding him. And he was like, my oh God, this woman is driving me nuts. And this unrighteous judge granted her what she wanted. 
protection because she would not quit and she kept pushing and acting and pushing. Come on, think about how many times in our lives when we pray for something for a week and quit. How many times we say, oh, I'm going to, and we quit. Come on, Moses walked around the wilderness 40 years following sheep and goats. And then another 40 years, Joshua and Caleb had to believe for 40 years and encourage themselves every time they looked over in the promised land and had to encourage themselves that one day I'll still take it. Caleb at the point, he finally said when he was out fighting, he was 80 something years old and he said, I'm as strong today as I was when I first got here. Come on, that's bold, that's declaring, that's believing, that's having faith, that's acting on it. That you still can fight the fight. Come on. God's wanting that kind of persistence in our life, regardless of what's going on around us, regardless of what we see, regardless of what we hear or how we feel or what, come on. God's wanting us to believe him because he is a supernatural God. Verse six, Jesus says, and the Lord said, hear what this unrighteous judge said. Now shall not God bring about justice for his elect? Come on, the chosen, the Christians, the beloved, a chosen generation. Will he not minister to the needs of the saints? Like this unrighteous judge, better than the unrighteous judge? Come on, do you believe that? Because that's what Jesus is asking. Do you not think that your heavenly father is better than that guy? And he goes on to say, I tell you that he will bring about justice for them speedily. However, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Will he find confidence? Will he find belief? Will he find a moral conviction of truth? That's what that means. Y'all stand. Come on, when Jesus shows up, I want him showing up in my life that I had the moral conviction to make a stand. That I was faithful. Come on, what Billy Graham say? I just want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Come on, when Jesus shows up, 
Is he going to find us living by faith? I want to be like Joshua. When Joshua stepped into the promises of God, finally he gets over there. And here's this dude standing there. And Joshua, you for me or you against me? He said, neither, but I'm here to take over. See, Jesus showed up to Joshua and found him in faith. <laughs> no, son, I'm not what you're fighting. I'm here to lead you in the fight. And we've got to get to the point to where we realize you've got a position with Christ in victory already. And we've said it here for 15, 20 years. We don't fight for victory. We fight from it. We don't fight for it. We fight from it. We have a seat already seated in victory. That's powerful. How many other warriors can walk out on the battlefield and say, I've already got this one. Come on. We got it. We got this. We just start having to act in faith. Declaring every morning, I'm healed. I'm delivered. Come on. My blood's working fine today. That cancer's gone in my life. Come on. My bones function. Hey, my shoulders are working. <laughs> Come on, man. How many of y'all got something going on in your body? You need healing. Come on, hold them hands. Y'all hold them hands up in an act of faith. Father, I thank you right now. We are healed, we are delivered, and we thank you, Father God, we believe your divine power and excellence is healing our body. Lord, you have called us to life and prosperity, a wholeness where our bodies are healed, where we are not succumbed to death and corruption, but our bodies are functioning and alive. And through faith, it is flowing through our entire bodies, changing us. Father, we thank you right now. We stand on it, we believe it, and we declare it done now in the name of Jesus. Come on, while we're having church. Who in here has been fighting their minds? been fighting a battle in your mind. Father, right now, come on, speak it out. Father, right now, I take authority over my mind in the name of Jesus. I take authority over my mind. Come on, say it out loud. I take authority over my mind in the name of Jesus. I declare the works of God in my life. I will not go back. Come on, so, hold on, hold on. Somebody in here, the enemy has got you in fear thinking you're going to go back. Come on, who is that? Come on. The devil's a liar. Come on, you need to say it right now. The devil's a liar. 
I'm not going back. Come on, that's a fear tactic. Oh, man. Come on, we got to start declaring this stuff. Speaking life. Come on, how many of y'all got businesses? Lord, I speak life into those businesses. I speak life into them. We will not. We are not influenced by recession. We are not influenced by what's going on in the world. We're not influenced by, Lord, we are in your kingdom. You said you are our provider. And Father, we walk in divine favor. You open the doors that need to be opened. Come on, how many of y'all got loved ones that you've been believing for? Come on, start declaring right now. Father, I thank you that my household is saved. Your word tells me that my house will be saved. Father, I thank you that you put them in right alignment. Lord, we send forth the spirit of adoption in the name of Jesus and we call them in that they will be called sons and daughters of the Most High God. Come on. We're going to act. We're going to be a people of acts. Silver and gold I ain't got, but let me tell you what I do got. The Most High God working and flowing through my veins. Rise up, be healed. Rise up and be healed. Come on, we got to start being bold as lions. Quit being sheep. If you offend, offend someone for being bold as a lion, so be it. So be it. Come on. It says it was zeal for God's house that Jesus walked in, took a whip, kicked over all the tables, and ran everybody out. Now that's church. <laughs> Come on. Father, I pray zeal. I pray for a zeal for God's house. I pray for a zeal for the things of God to ignite on the inside of us, to live boldly in a dark world so that people can see hope and have hope and have life. Father, I thank you and I praise you for what you're gonna do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Love y'all. We'll see you Wednesday night.